Hello, I welcome Growlmits, a place to chat and have a few sips. Today is September 6, 2021. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And tonight we're recording outside, so you might hear a little ambient noise. And cicadas. And cicadas. (laughs) Lots of cicadas right now. Um, but hopefully they're not too bad tonight. Yeah, we thought we'd, we'd try something new. It's a gorgeous night. If we can be outside, we're going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we drive right into our drinks for the night? Yeah, let's. Um, so we're continuing on our beer rainbow. So tonight is red beer night. So we have Things We Don't Say by Church Street. Uh, they're in Illinois. And this is kind of neat. Um, my limited understanding is several breweries did this beer. So it was a collab, like a national collaboration, where yeah. multiple breweries brewed this with the same idea in mind, and all the prof- well, a good chunk of profits are going to um, a certain number of what would you call them? Helplines. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? Um, this beer is a collaborative effort to break the silence around mental health in the craft beer industry to remind brewers and consumers it's okay to not be okay. I think that summarizes it really well. It absolutely does. The cool thing about the can is that it has the numbers to a number of different suicide prevention helplines, national sexual assault hotline, crisis text line, the Trevor Project for LGBTQ youth. Um, the Trans Lifeline, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services, and a number for veterans as well. Mm. So it's kind of cool. It is a hazy IPA, as Brian finally discovered on the can eventually, in (laughs) nice tiny letters. Mm. Starts off so mellow. It really does. where is it? And then there it was. And then it kind (laughs) of hits you. Yeah. Got a good body feel on the mouth. It's husband handoff night, and uh, yeah. at least one husband said, ooh, that's good. <laughs> pass. <laughs> and one says pass. <laughs> it is very citrusy. Yeah, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I definitely got some lemonness to it, maybe some grapefruit. But if it was passed to me, I would drink it. That's and it sure. is passed to you, and it's in your hands. So are you going to drink it? Sure am. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to figure out what comes after red. Now that we're through the gold. rainbow. No, we did gold. Gray. Black, so maybe white. we do yeah, black, black, white, and gray. Yeah. Infrared is actually after red. What is actually? Infrared. Infrared. Okay, thank you, Brian. <laughs> Might be a specific thing to look for. <laughs> now we ponder this idea of an infrared beer. Yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting. If anyone has any ideas on what they want us to go through next... On our beer things. We would love to hear. Absolutely. Could be real fun. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're enjoying our beverages, Kelsey, how are you? I am so glad we had the long weekend this weekend. It's Labor Day here in the United States. And it was very nice to have a third day to the weekend. It's been a busy last couple weeks. My side gig is in full swing. It has me traveling several nights a week. 
And then on top of that, we've got our bike race that we're putting together that com- that's coming up on Saturday. And we've got a lot on our hands to get ready for. But it's, it's all good, and we're looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks. I've also, uh, Caitlin finally got me back to CrossFit. Yay! That was good. You did awesome. It was yeah. a tough workout that day, too. It was a good workout, but <laughs> I was kind of impressed that I still had as many moves as I did. I guess you did. <laughs> and, of course, Cole and I have gotten out and on some bike rides in the last few days, which the weather has been perfect for. It has been a good week for weather. It's a touch on the warm side today, but really not too bad. Mm-mm. How about you guys? You've been out on the bikes a lot lately. Yeah, we have. We actually made it out twice this weekend, partially because it was a longer weekend. But we went on Saturday, we went to the farmer's market, which I haven't been to in years. Riker thought it was great. We were super glad we brought the baby carrier. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Because it's just, even pushing a stroller through the crowd has not been very fun. And then since he's higher up, he gets to look around, and I think he really likes that. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what the experience is like there at the... Oh, um, it's kind of crazy. Um... So it covers, what, four blocks? Four blocks? Four or five blocks. Four or five like blocks. And mm-hmm. stands on both sides. There's, like, different, mostly individual musicians pretty much on every block playing a variety of things. There's a violinist there. There was a few guitar players. There's a street preacher. There was a street preacher. I missed that, I guess. He's um, on break, but it's always on that main thing. Gotcha. And then they have the typical farmer's market things like produce. Uh, they had a lot of crafters there. It's, it's, I don't know. It's good it's, food. It's like a state fair, but like one hundredth the size. It, yeah, especially for the Iowa State Fair. It's, it's a tiny Iowa State Fair in a handful of blocks. That's yeah. a good description. There's lots of food vendors, lots of crafters, like you said. Lots of options. It's a big draw, too. A lot of dogs. You That's love dogs. True go to the farmer's market. <laughs> I've heard that before. That's a big, mm-hmm. big dog event. Um, yeah, so that was super fun. And then today we biked to a playground that's, I don't know, about seven miles away. So it's, it's not crazy, but... That's still a pretty yeah. good ride with the trailer. Mm-hmm. And it's enough like that we get a little workout in. And that's a pretty good distance for Riker. Um, much, much further than that is a little much for him to be in there um yeah so that was fun it was busy there which usually it's just us and maybe another couple but like the whole bike rack was full of uh, <laughs> burlies and uh, tag-alongs and stuff so that was fun it's always um, great when families get out together right i think it's fantastic yeah, it's so awesome and it's cool to meet other people that do it do it because usually we don't see as many we see a lot of people on the trail but maybe they're going to different playgrounds who knows Maybe they're going to the one that's real close to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was super fun. Well, that's the nice thing about the Des Moines Trails is that there are lots of parks and playgrounds for kids to ride on when you go by. And breweries. And so breweries there's some for everyone. For the parents. You know, it's all great. <laughs> so that's kind of what's going on with us. Do we have any announcements, Caitlin? Heck yes, we do. So we are participating in the BIPOC make-along. And so we just wanted to kind of let everyone know about it because it's really great we talked about it in more detail in the last episode but i did um decide on at least my first project so i'm excited about that i'll talk about it later but yeah just check it out 
Um, I have still yet to find, figure out what I'm going to knit for it. We'll figure that out. But that's being hosted by Desmore Designs. And you can find more information on it on her website, desmoredesigns.com. And there will be a link to it in our show notes as well. And what's really great about Kelsey not nailing down a pattern is I just harass her with pattern links all the time. <laughs> it like, is great. look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. And she's been really patient with me. No, I like it because <laughs> that's one less thing that I have to go search for. <laughs> it's been fun. And I think there is some resources on the website and all that too. But There is. Yeah. And I think in our past show notes, we've had a few links to some other options as far as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because the focus is on indigenous designers. And it can be a little bit harder to find, I think. Yeah. There's lots of great options. Kelsey, you got something excited to talk about? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it once or twice, but we have bike jerseys available. And then you can find the link on our you know, new merchandise page on our website at gravelknits.com. We have a limited number of supplies right now, limited number of options. But I do have colors in both purple and teal, um, tank tops and short sleeves. And eventually we'll probably get more at some point, but let's see how these go. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit of an upfront cost. I'm under-exaggerating that. So we start start simple first. <laughs> right. And they're great. They're, uh, I enjoy riding in them. Cole likes riding in them as well. They're fun kits. They're cute. <laughs> so go take a look at those. And then I think we have one more. This is just a quickie. Um, it's not the third past september 13th yet so we're not drawing from hat not hate but we haven't forgotten so um by the time this posts it'll be past the 13th but on our next episode we'll draw for our winners so just just in case you're waiting for that that's what's going on we're not 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 doing it anyway kelsey we have one shout out tonight and that's to another knitting podcast yeah i've been listening to knit a spell and let's see, I, I'm blanking on their names right at the moment, but it's, I think oh, it's, um, yeah. it's not on, Jasmine and Jim, but there are two people and um, Katie, it's Katie and Jim and Katie is a crafter and Jim is a palm reader and Katie also specializes in tarot reading and it's kind of interesting and I've only, I'm only a couple episodes in so far. They're giving a good background on both how they ended up together podcasting, how this podcast came together, as a little bit about knitting, a little bit about witchcraft, and kind of how the two are similar. It's been kind of fun. Yeah, I listened to their most recent episode and I enjoyed it. Um, they explained like what the sun means to both the, the craft world and the um, and the witching world, palm, palm yeah. reading mm-hmm. and tarot reading so i thought that was pretty neat it's kind of cool it's kind of given me some inspiration as far as designs and just kind of ideas of symbolism and how things might be seen differently i love it it's kind of cool well kelsey what have you been working on well in my hand but not in my notes we'll go with the first one (laughs) are my columbia socks this is a test knit by rye flowers i'm sure it'll be coming out in a few months but I will, I am allowed to post, and there's been some pictures on my Instagram already. It's a cool little cabled pattern, and it was called Columbia, and it kind of reminded me of Columbia Rocky Horror, which I think was her idea with the colors. Oh. And Columbia has a, you know, close spot in my heart these days, 
And so I was like, I can't not apply to get into that chestnut. <laughs> and I did, and I got accepted to it. And so I'm over halfway through the second sock. And so it's got two different cable patterns, one on the back of the leg, one on the front of the leg, and it continues through the front of the foot, and it includes an afterthought heel. And um, your jam. Yeah, I do enjoy an afterthought heel. It's good. She gives you some options for how to manipulate the heel for what works with you. Um, I'm doing mine in Leaf Pile on her Bronze Sparkle from Environment Dye Works, which is really pretty. It's pretty. It's got colors. It's got like reds and a dark orange and a gold, uh, like a light brown and a green. It's very pretty. And I'm actually doing a contrasting heel and toe in a dark brown that I also had from Neck Fiber Nymph. That's kind of nice to have on hand to go with each other. Um, so yeah, I'm about halfway through the foot on the second foot, second sock. I'm making some good progress on it. Nice job. Yeah, they I'm, look great. I really like these so far. I'm sure that airplane's gonna be so low. I'm pretty sure we have the Des Moines Airport just down the road from us, so there might be a few of those. Let's see. What's next on the list? We'll give the airplane a moment more. <laughs> and yeah, let us know, guys. If it's too much background noise, then we'll we'll consider finding a different way to record. But we wanted to try this out. All right. Next up are my vanilla socks. So I have another set of socks on the go. And those, I actually made some progress on them. I, again, am doing vanilla socks on those. My own pattern. Own recipe, I guess how I did the toes and then I'm going to do an afterthought heel at the end I'm probably about halfway through the second sock so nice. in a couple of weeks I'll have a couple of new pairs of socks I love that colorway it's so pretty I'm thinking about putting in a black heel with it yeah so it's rainbows it's the in the in the colorway rainbows rule the world by desert vista dye works and so it's got all the rainbowy colors green yellow blue purple pink reds I'm kind of thinking a black heel might look kind of fun I think it'd be. I am. Um, I've got all kinds of things going on this week. Yeah. Next one, still the sea glass tea. I came so close to finishing this one this week. I've got about probably mm, ten more rounds left to go. All the planes are just coming in right now. Of course. Just so you guys know, there were no cicadas. When we started setting up, and there were no airplanes. When we started setting up, <laughs> and now there are both. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think so. Wow. We just have more crickets. Okay, yeah, so I'm still working on my sea glass tea of wool and pine designs. I just have a little bit left on the second sleeve. Ooh, and I still need to do the neckline, and I'm pretty sure that neckline still might be, like, crocheted and bowing off, some kind of something like that. Fun. So we'll see. If I hadn't... Next time I do a um, top-down circular yoke sweater i am not going to do short rows at the neck i think it just makes it a little too high for my personal taste okay so that's something i'm going to continue to think about in the future information mm-hmm. that little bit just kind of raises the back a little bit and so it's definitely a personal preference and how high you want your neck to be i've done it a couple of times on a couple of different sweaters now and i don't really like it so just food for thought there and then Let's see what's next. I was working on that corner. I mentioned it the last time, that corner-to-corner shawl thing at one point. It's Mm -hmm. now going to be a lap blanket for my friend who will be starting chemo treatments coming up here in the next couple weeks. 
Yeah, I think she's got about a week before FEMA starts, so... I don't think I'll get it to her before our first session, but that's okay. She'll still use it. Nice. And she'll still love it. Exactly. But I'm using some line brand mandala in the colorway um, Warlock, which is kind of a fun color. It's almost rainbowy, but it's got like a black heatheriness to it, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And I used one ball of it for the main part, and I thought, okay, maybe I'll be done and call it good. And then... When I decided it was going to end up being the lap blanket, I ended up uh, ordering a second ball of yarn. And now I'm going to uh, crochet on some kind of border. I'm trying to do it so that it's going to go the long ways around, so it'll be like thinner strips of the same colors on the outside. I love it. That'd be I, fun. I just haven't figured out the execution to it yet. And then are you going to do like more than one round to get... So... I'm going to continue in like a, I'm trying to do it in the corner to corner method again. Okay. I'm attached on the side. Interesting. And I haven't quite figured out the execution of it yet. It might be helpful to YouTube some examples. But so I'm going to go like another six inches or so out from it to get another foot around. That could be really neat. It could maybe almost like chevron around exactly. or Exactly. be cool. I don't so, know if chevron's the right word, but it's what I'm picturing in my head, but... Right, I think chevrons, it'll definitely be some kind of diagonal, maybe not yeah, quite a chevron. there we go. That's what mm-hmm. I was looking for, a diagonal. So I'm kind of excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. It's nice to have some crochet. I actually found another project that I had started last year and need to pull out that has my skulls. Oh, yeah. So you do be... need to finish that because that's so cool. I'm hoping to pull it out sometime this month. Once I get this blanket done, then I'll pull out the skulls. Perfect. And then, so, my next one is another sweater. It's my Born in Berlin sweater that I've, at this point, greatly modified. You have all the sweaters right now. I love I it do. so much. I love all the sweaters. I'm definitely in a sweater knitting place right now. It's kind of interesting. Like, I used to be such a sock knitter, and then I was a hat knitter, and now I'm, I feel like I've fully embrace the sweater knitter portion <laughs> but the board in berlin i don't think it looks anything like the board in berlin anymore <laughs> i used it as a good base to start with but uh, at this point i've decided that i need to steak the armholes i need to steak the neck which is gonna ride up, uh, go up into a hood so i foresee a bunch of i-cord bind off in my future um, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to pull this off. It's going to be great. So I'm at the point where I need to figure out what's happening. I've divided for the, well, I'm at the point where I'm working on knitting up past where your sleeve would start, the bottom of your sleeve. So I'm coming up to the front. I've got, um, sticking bands in for the front and the sleeves. So it's just like knit one of this color, knit one of that color and alternating. Mm-hmm. I always said I wanted to steak something, so... No, you're going to steak all of the things. I'm going to steak, steak, steak all the things, yes. And then, so, for the hood, are you still going to do the one-by-one one color work? Yes. All right. That'll look cool. I just need to figure out how to decrease to that point, and then increase, and how to shape the hood. Gotcha. So, we're, gonna, we're at the point where it's just, like, design in motion. Mm, kind <laughs> of <guess>. exciting. <laughs> Worst case scenario, it doesn't work. 
And it was a really good attempt. And you've still learned, and it's beautiful, and it's been fun. And exactly. Exciting. It's been so fun to knit. It's got all kinds of colors. It's got reds and pinks, purple, orange, blue, black, green. Um, and holding them one by one has been fantastic because the colors play off each other so much when you're in that situation. I don't know. I really like it, and I'm making really good progress on it. I think it's going to look fantastic. I do, too. I'm excited about it. So how about you? What are you working on lately? Um, most of the same things. Um, I think the first one I want to talk about tonight is the Aperture Shawl by Amba O'Brien. I'm loving it. It's fun. It's I have so to pretty. think. <laughs> but then there's rest rows every other row. So I'm sure I've made a million mistakes, but I'm also really enjoying it. And it's starting to, now that I'm finally, I think I'm 20 plus rows into the charts. And now I'm starting to like understand and see the move- movement. Like why I'm doing like a knit two together here and a slip slip knit here. And so that's helped like thinking it through and understanding why it's constructed the way it is is kind of helping me think of it when I'm counting through my pieces. So it's is this this is the first time we've done lace knitting, right? Um knitted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically. I've done I've done yarn overs before next to a knit two together or next to a slip slip knit. But I think this is the this is your first this is like overall, legit like, knitted all lace. over piece. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming along nicely. I love it. Thank you. And the, the and I never even realized that you could make a triangle by starting at the long edge, the long straight edge right in the middle, and then fanning out. And that's so neat. And it's going to be so great for the fade colorway that I have um, from New Garden Yards. And I'm just love, loving watching that and just growing as a knitter. Oh, and it is a forgiving pattern, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I Like, I have to be off by, like, four plus stitches, I think, for it to be totally noticeable. <laughs> so. I actually am. I, I pulled out some yarn where I might actually start one myself. Yes. So we'll see. You think in smaller or the large? I think small. small. I honestly, here, I actually have the yarn right in front of me. No way. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. It's some of my hand spun. So it's a little bit heavier than fingering weight. It's probably more okay. like a sport weight. Oh, that's going to be pretty. That's going to be so fun. And I, I don't know how much yardage I have. But even if I made if started with a small and had an idea of how much I had mm-hmm. left, I could play with it. Yeah. And with the outside, I think it's an I-cord bind off. So you could do a different color and it's totally fine. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I have no idea what that yarn so is There's so many like purples in here. And there's like a big chunk of yellow that's like. It's bright, but not like neon. It's below neon. It's, I wonder. It's, it fits real nice with the purples. It's basically all the cool colors in the rainbow and yellow. <laughs> I, want, I, don't, I don't have it on my Ravelry. That's too bad. I don't know what it is. It's gorgeous, and it's going to be fun. It's some of my hands spun from Three Waters Farm. I know that much. But it's pretty. It's purples and greens. and Oh, you should do it. Yeah. I think that looks so cool. It'd be cool to see it come together in a different type of yarn, too, because that's not a fade as much as, like, a no, it's variegated. Um, actually, it's pretty well striping. I, I spun that as a fractal. Okay. I stand corrected. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Now, I guess this doesn't apply to the Knit Circus 5K anymore, but, because I didn't finish it yet, but I am working on the 
990-223-001 wrist warmers by Langyard, Switzerland. <laughs> Such a I almost fancy name. wasn't going to say the number, and then it's just kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but I hope someone else tries this out. I can't believe there's only two projects on Ravelry, oh. which are ours. Someone actually, someone, one of our listeners actually asked for it, so that someone might be making it. Yes, do it! Cool. Oh, that'd be great. I can't remember who it was right now, but... The more the merrier, because it's such a fun pattern. It's, it's fun, and it's really not, for this strange com- construction, it's not as hard as right. I that's, expected. That's exactly what I love about it, is that it is an alternate construction on a pair of mints. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think earlier, Kelsey was telling me that it kind of looks like, like coral. Or a snail, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's, it's true. It's kind of got the layers of a shell or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys, check it out. It's awesome. Uh, we have a link to, I have a link both to my Ravelry page and our website that has it on there. And our website has links to the actual pattern because the pattern is not, it's you can get to logged it. Ravelry, but you don't have to go on Ravelry to get to it. It's available on the links yeah. on the website. And it's free. So check yeah. it out. And last but pretty exciting, this will apply to the BIPOC make along, the Koha Mitts. Gosh, I, you're so much better at her name. Francois Denoy. Oh, it's so good. Francois Denoy. Um, and these are some fingerless mitts, which is funny because I haven't knitted mitts since. I finished some maybe in April two years ago. Like I, Now I have two two fingerless mitts on, on the needle, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> but these are really neat. They're color work kind of like a chevron-y pattern through the body of the, the mitts, and then the cuffs are just a single color. And I've seen some people, like, do opposite on each one, Ooh, which is kind of fun. Cool. Um, my plan is actually to keep it the same, though. I'm using West Yorkshire Spinner's Signature 4-ply. Their colorway is licorice. It's black. <laughs> it's just black. <laughs> it's a nice, solid black. Um, so far, I've really enjoyed working with it. And then I had exactly 50 grams left of my... Knit Pick Stroll, uh, the colorway is Gumball from my Now socks? and Then socks. No, yeah, Now and Then socks. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that's going to be perfect. And it's going to be kind of fun because they're super bright colors next to the black. I think it's really going to pop. They're kind of rainbowy, and mm-hmm. so they are variegated, and I think that's going to look great. Thanks. I Did you know there's it. actually a Fingerless Glove Fanatics group on Facebook, uh, on Ravelry? No. It's all about Fingerless Gloves. Huh. That's great. They have knit-alongs every month, and they have different ways of adding up points and things. And I actually participated somewhat one year, and I loved it. I made so many fingerless (laughs) mitts that year. It was great. Well, and they're, I don't know, they're a good balance of, you can put challenge into it, but you can also, like, it's still a very portable project. Absolutely. And you can make it easier or harder, depending on what pattern. Like, there's just so many options. There's so many construction techniques, variegations on, you know, yarn or stitch designs, anything. Just kind of makes it fun. Doing a tube with just a thumb hole, like, that's, like, sky's the limit. (laughs) Absolutely. So, that's so cool. I'm glad you you talked about that. Yeah, no, it it just occurred to me. I hadn't participated in it at all in a long time, but that's okay. But, yeah, I keep looking at it every once in a while to see if they are suggesting a fingerless mint pattern that looks interesting. Mm -hmm. They will be there whenever you want to pop back in or not. Exactly. Uh, Kelsey, got any FOs? Hmm. Sort of. I have one that's out in the car. I should have grabbed it before we started recording. No, that's perfect. We should probably have beer, too. Beer, too. All right. So, beer, too, is Keg Creek Brewing. 
Brick Red Ale. It is a Irish-style red, and it is quality brewed, according to their can. Brewed right here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Southwest. Glen- Glenwood, Iowa, in Southwest Iowa. Which there's a bike race there in two weeks. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I splashed my knitting. Oh, no. Darn, it's going to smell good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Exactly what Cole just said. <laughs> what did he say? He said she had blessed the knitting. It's great. It was bound to find its way into some beer at some point. Yeah, maybe it did when you were spinning it. Who knows? <laughs> it's not in- entirely impossible. <laughs> um, this is this is a mellow red. It is. Um, I'd say it's a little less hoppy than a typical red. I like that it's a little bit roasty. It's definitely roasty. That's a great word for it. I like it. Sorry, Brad. I was drinking and not sharing. How dare you? <laughs> Poor guys have been sitting here help to help us give beer reviews and <laughs> <laughs> and not getting any of the beer to review. All right, Brian, what do you think? Irish style red ale, but it's a light red, so it's more of a pink ale. <laughs> oh goodness! Brian's been dying for a point to use the but I enjoy it. Yeah. That's exciting. Brian's a hard sell sometimes. <laughs> I had a better response. <laughs> good beer. It's not bad. It's a great for a nice almost fall evening, which is what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's still like 80 degrees, but. But the sun is probably closer. There's still light out. Yeah. The sun's not up, but it's still light out. So we're on to FOs? Yes, we are. All right. So what's at the end of my trail this week? Well, first things first. I got some spinning done. Woohoo! And it's really pretty. Oh, no, that's wrong. Oh, ooh, oh, now we got the jazz. It's just gonna keep going. I was gonna applaud you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Ready? Wait, it's this one. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, so this is the art Rolex that I had spun a couple of weeks ago, or a while ago, I guess. And it's sparkly. so cool. It's got little bits of sparkle in it. Uh, little bits of gold, little bits of silk, little bits of some random fiber. The contrast is awesome. It ended up... Uh, Marley in some parts, yes, not in some others. Absolutely. I just let the yarn do its own thing on this one. Did a long draw spin on it. It's the first time I've ever used Rolex, which I like the preparation, but I'm not sure I'm sold on the mixed fiber. So we'll see about that in the future. But it turned out really nicely. It's like a light fingering to fingering, lightly plied. It's going to go so nicely with something. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the right moment to spin something with it. I think so. I've got a set of rainbow Rolex. And I might try to spin those up and then well, that'd be so find neat against something that. to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So we'll see. It's fun. <laughs> so that's that one. I got some spinning done. Oh, that reminds me. I love to come back. Let's go through the FOs. And I have another work in progress I'd really like to talk about. Okay. Or we could talk about it now. Well, let's Later. come back to it. We'll come back to it? All right. We'll come back to it. What's your other FO? My other FO is mostly finished. It's my bright access tea. Which I don't even think you talk to the podcast as a work in progress. That's how fast you've gone. Did I really not? I don't think I don't think so. Oh wow. No, yeah. I, I think I mentioned it oh, on Oh that's right, because the 
to use a cybernet for it, right? Right. Okay. So one episode. I talked about it on one episode. I finished. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I started it. I think it took me about two and a half, three weeks. That's incredible. And it's fingering. Crazy. Yes, it is. I started that on August 13th and finished it September 4th. I still have ends to weave in and final blocking, but oh my goodness, I love it. And once it's blocked, it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I might end up sewing the neckline in a little bit. It's pretty wide. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I don't remember what size I knit, but I ended up knitting between two sizes, which is fine. I might have considered going down a size and just making it a little bit longer. Okay. But the body was in Watts yarn fun fitty sock, which is really awesome. It's got uh, three colors of Tweety Bits, pink and green, or pink, blue, and yellow. And it's uh, in the color black is such a happy color. Mm-hmm. So it's a tonal black with the fun fetty Tweed Bits. And then the Fiber Nymph Dye Works bedazzled on her 10th anniversary bright colorway. And the, the tweed bits match so well. They really it is do. Crazy. They work so well together. Like the pink and the blue and the yellow all match very well to the fire nymph. And so I can't wait to wear it. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be in the 70s next week. And I thought I would wear it to the office once. But now it's not going to get that cool. So the day will come. The day will come. And I'm going to wear and that sweater more a lot. And more time to make another sweater. <laughs> I'm definitely ready to make another sweater. So if you don't count the yardage of the spinning that I did, because that came out to 32 grams, but I don't know what the yardage was right off. Um, But if you include the sweater, I ended up with 3,247.6 meters. Great job. And that also does include uh, another finished object, which is my last hat, not hate hat. Okay. Which was black magic. Fun. <laughs> it's gorgeous. So that was another finished object for this week. I just needed something that I could do in staff meeting, which we didn't end up having staff meeting this week. <laughs> so, oops. I just had some mindless knitting for the office, and then I was just playing around with it. I was using the um, Merino Yak Alpaca. You know, alpaca yak, whatever. Yeah. By Lion Brand, Brand, which I really do enjoy knitting with it. It's just not something I'm going to want to wear, maybe. It's, um, I don't know. When when you think of wool, I don't know. It's a little on the scratchy side. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to say. (laughs) I think it'll still be an okay hat, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, definitely. For a hat, it's a good good yarn. But I kind of just made up the pattern as I went. I did not know that. Yeah. Awesome. So just some slip stitches and um, some double yarn overs and like one by one ribbing or one by one cabling, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's actually something I might consider writing up into a hat. You should. I totally thought it was a pattern when you were showing me pictures. I want to play with that a little bit more. I'm enjoying this slip cabling. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I've got for our finished objects this week. Do you have anything? No. What? Um, I I still have the same total for Knit Circus, which is uh, 1,703.5, but that is just fine. Uh, there's about 1,000 meters I couldn't count because I started my dumpster fires before and I finished all that. So I'm like all set up to really just destroy that number next year. So. 
<laughs> it was sorry. it was very fun to be part of it. I liked the aspect of the Knit Circus 5K that you have a deadline, but you don't. Like, you've got the whole summer to just count what you're knitting. And I I really enjoyed that. Oh, and came, Kelsey and I were talking about that earlier. <laughs> it, it came down to, honestly, the very last night for me. And if, if I would have finished off my um, sea glass tea, I probably would have made it. But I just... I finished the bright axis tea at about 10, 50, 11 o'clock. And mm-hmm. at that point decided that it was probably too late to really be capable of doing something correctly. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still fun. Oh, it definitely was fun. And I will happily participate again if they do it again. Yes. I hope they do. It was fun. And I did like getting to pick out some knit circus yarn. And Honestly, like I might actually consider doing Stash Dash with it next year, too. Yeah. I do want to do Stash Dash, now that I know more about it. (laughs) I didn't really know all the rules going in, and it actually sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I don't think I have any stash enhancements. I have one. Oh, right. I got got one New Year's uh, ball of the Mandala, Lion Brand Mandala. Oh, okay, yeah. For the lap blanket. Nice. Buying with purpose. I totally with purpose. I that's what I'm trying to do these days. <laughs> hey, sometimes things are just pretty, and you gotta get them. So, apart from real hangovers, do you have any hangovers this week? Not really. Um, like I, I kind of mentioned my shawl. I I feel like I I have made mistakes, but looking at it, it doesn't seem seems like it's going just fine but i'm certainly am making mistakes so i'll I'll own up to that (laughs) um yeah how are you you know i dropped a stitch here on the socks that i'm working on my columbia socks oh yeah and i ended up just picking up the stitch and slipping it up which you'll you which was like a lightning fast like she was just like (laughs) (laughs) what i really need to get that i don't have is one of those fix-a-stitch little deals, because mm-hmm. that would have been so handy at that very moment. Because um, I, I dropped a stitch probably 10 rows back, and oh, ideally geez. I should have ripped out and gone back, and I didn't really feel like doing that, so... I think it'll be okay. It's on the bottom of your foot. Yeah. You can't really tell that there's anything different. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. So I think I'm just going to live with it. <laughs> so, what's been going on this week? Oh, well, I'm going to hand that right over to Brian. Oh, he yes. Has a story. Brian's got a story for us He has a story tonight. for everybody. Oh, gosh, sorry. I'm learning how to use our new mic, and I'm making noises. That's what editing's for. <laughs> yeah, so hit it, Brian. Oh, so, uh, so we came back from a bike ride today. We went to the park about uh, eight miles or so away, and then we came back, and our uh, two-year-old uh, fell asleep on the last mile while we were going uphill, uh, you know, as as they do. And so uh, <clears throat> we came in, and we're like, "All right, you take him inside, and then and like I'll take him inside, and then and you'll put the bikes away." That's me, Brian, talking to Caitlin, and then we dismount. I take my shoes off because I didn't want to scratch up the floor with uh, with our cleats. With our biking cleats. <clears throat> and then she took him inside. Uh, she was going to take care of Riker and put him to bed. And I was going to put the, the bikes away. Well, so I, I say, okay. Well, I was holding them already. And it yeah. just kind of happened. 
Yeah, so I say, I went back outside, and I wasn't wearing shoes, just had socks on, and I went to open up our, our gate, that's to our little fence here, and to the other side, and then I step on a stick, and then the stick was very squishy, oh, no. and then I look down, <laughs> and that stick is aggressively wiggling away, and I go, because ah! <laughs> <clears throat> I am a manly man, and I'm in touch with my feelings, <clears throat> and those feelings are, ew, a snake! <laughs> So uh, I ran quickly ran back inside and see if he was still gone. It was a little gardener snake, like so. Uh, there was no danger to it or but me. And in Ryan's defense, we get pretty good sized gardener snakes here. Uh, we're close to a river, and I mean, every time Brian mows the lawn, he sees at least one. <laughs> yes, and uh, it's a tradition in my mother's side of the family is they're all like deathly afraid of snakes, irrationally so. Uh, so much so, like they should have like that don't tread on me flag outside of their house. They're not conservative at all, but it's more because there's a chopped up snake on the flag. <laughs> like, so the fear of snakes is uh, well founded within my family and within my wife. So it was probably better that I was outside. It just happened to be that I wasn't wearing shoes and it, and it, uh, it startled me. So squishy sticks, uh, squishy sticks are not a good thing. So I was—I uh, had a very traumatic experience this morning. So. Oh man, Brian, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, squishy sticks. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's our IRL today. I feel like that's pretty real. <laughs> pretty glad uh, I didn't put the bikes away. Yeah, I wouldn't want to step down a squishy stick either. <laughs> You'd still be on top of the counters. <laughs> Is it gone? Is it oh, dead? and naked. <laughs> that was probably TMI, y'all. But was snakes freak me out so bad that I'm afraid they're gonna crawl inside my clothes? So, Oof. it's not, it's it's legit here, or phobia, I guess I should say. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of burned your flow, didn't we? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. I'm just trying to think. Like, I I don't have anything to top that. That that's pretty good. <laughs> IRL, what was new this week? I rode my bike this week. Oh, you had your really nice date night. We did. We had an awesome date day this week. We, so... Which maybe Cole should talk about it, too. Would Cole like to talk about our date day? He's okay. shaking up his head. Either he's saying uh, steal he's third working. or he's saying no. <laughs> <laughs> so we had an awesome date day the other day. He messaged me and he he was going into work that morning or that afternoon I guess and was like hey early lunch I can make some sandwiches so we he packed up some sandwiches and brought them to my office and we ate our lunch by the river which is across the street from my office which is kind of nice and it was a gorgeous afternoon it was mid 70s that day and the sun was out and perfect and then, um, so with the race next weekend, we're having a food truck come to the finish line so that there will be food for the racers afterwards and they can get that. And we wanted to make sure that we, um, well, we had the opportunity to go and actually say hi to the owner of the food truck and like introduce ourselves and, you know, say, hey, thanks for coming out to our event. Which it turns out he's just as excited to come out to our event as oh, we are to have him. So. Yeah, it's super exciting. You can't wait. And the town that the race is in has been super helpful as far as getting everything set up to have them. And so for we had our date lunch that day. 
And then, then, then that night, uh, the coming tap, which I've mentioned before, which is where the race was a few weeks ago, it's about nine miles, ten miles from Des Moines or so. But if I leave from my office, it's uh, 13 miles down, 13 miles back. Okay. Round, so 26-mile round trip bike ride and so we left from my office and went down and had fantastic mexican off the best mexican food truck for quesadillas in the area hands down best quesadillas nice like they're actually crunchy and tasty and oh yes the meat is flavored super well like hands down best quesadillas around and they've got incredible um, tacos too but the quesadillas are the jam Good to know. Yeah. And so they'll the it's the hot peppers Mexican grill. I don't know why I try to say red hot peppers every time, but Shout out to Hot Peppers. <laughs> I actually made a fancy flyer this week and everything. It's lovely. It was kinda cool. We went and posted those up around today through the uh Casey's stores on the route that we'll be having our racers go through try to get some attention to the race a little bit um i think that's about it for real life but i do have that one spinning project i wanted to talk about yes do that let's uh, hear about it so for the 2U summer spinning mm-hmm. which was what drove me to get and finish up the art rollags and on to something else my goal for the summer was to do a combo spin of a number of braids to make a, a quantity a sweater quantity okay and i finally so got started on what that. is a combo spin a combo spin you take a number of braids so i'm going to use four at least in this case maybe six okay and kind of spin them up together randomly fun so that they're kind of in the same color families and then blend from one to another okay um so far, I, I had two braids of turtle from uh, Southern Cross, and I'm playing one of them with a braid from Three Waters Farm. Both are polar. One is polar silk, and so that'll be one ply, and then I'm going to spin another ply, which will be the other braid of turtle, and I think I'm going to use, I've got uh, Watts yarn in crushed blueberries hmm. on merino. And cool. so I, I'm doing what's called actually a combo spin or a, yeah, combo spin and a combo ply. Okay. So the combo spin uses multiple braids. The combo ply uses multiple types of fiber. At all least from combo. what I can tell, I'm not an expert on spinning music yet at all. Um, I'm loving your yarn very, very much. <laughs> and I'm enjoying spinning it. And so this is just a way to get more yardage out. I'm hoping it'll be enough for a sweater. We'll see. Or something along that line. Some Which won't project. be your first <gasps> Right. Sweater. It'll be my second sweater spin. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one was essentially a combo ply as well. Yeah. So I had, I talked about it a little bit on the last episode where I kind of uh, split them all up sort of like a fractal and then mixed them all up in a bucket. Mm-hmm. And I made some pretty good progress. I'm probably about a third of the way through spinning on the oh, first wow. one. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Nice job. So I'm kind of excited about it. We'll see kind of where it goes. Little fur, little fur babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little fiber babies with the little nests. Just kind of picking one up randomly after the other and just going with it. That's awesome. Well, Kaylin, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. 
All right. On that note, I think it's about time to hit the gravel. Just don't forget your knitting. Caitlin, I said it's time to go. Just let me finish this row. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on tap as Gravel Knits. You can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com. You can find me, Kelsey, on Instagram and Ravelry as Bikes Burgers Use, and on Tapped as Kelsey J. I realized after all this time mm. that I've been saying it wrong for weeks. Oh no. It's just Kelsey J, not Kelsey DJ. <laughs> you don't play music anymore? Nope, no more music. No more music. Just knitting. <laughs> uh, and you can find me, Caitlin, uh, on Ravelry and Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd. Please message us to let us know what you'd like us to talk about, and we'd love to hear what you think about the show. If you do like the podcast, share it to someone. Gravel Knits believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love. Beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human, and while we are trying to educate ourselves, there is always more to learn, and any critiques are deeply appreciated. 